0: Well, let, let's let's see what the dark order does next week.
1: You know. Yeah. History has his eyes. on Yes, you. that's what I was gonna. Yes,
0: No. talks about everything from professional wrestling to how excited are you to have sports back because MLB is back this week. NHL is back next week. The Redskins aren't the Redskins anymore. The Seattle Kraken are here. It's sports, baby. Uh,
1: we had a, a short Yankee game yesterday. A, a, a pitching duel today in the Mets game. It, was, it, it, it feels right again sports the world feels right again
0: but while we have sports coming back we got sports entertainment that's never left and of course you're listening to us on soundcloud.com that's grapples at apples that's grapples at number two apples if you don't like soundcloud you got apple Podcasts. you got google play music you got iHeartRadio. radio it doesn't matter where you're listening as long as you're listening as always i am one of your hosts Mr. Ill-Will-The-Thrill, the the Poetarian, Shakespearean Candidate, Major English, whatever you need to be, that's who I be, cause baby, that's who I is. Joined by my hetero life mate,
1: tell him who you are. The very sensual, the very doigt. Mr. Sunglasses at night, himself, your boy, the General. Shades. Well, Shades,
0: we've had ourselves quite the week quite the weekend in professional wrestling we got some new champions out in impact wrestling we have a vacated champion in nxt we have a faux champion in wwe we got some debuts in aew we got some weird tournaments we got some bad ratings we got all we got all of it but before we get into any of it shades could you please do me a kind favor What do you need, my man? Ring that bell. So, as mentioned, this weekend was Impact Wrestling Slammiversary. Now, we're not going to go through the entire card, um, but we will go over some quick results. In the surprise opening match of the night, we had the, the Rascals offer an open challenge to any tag team, and that was answered by, not the Good Brothers, the Motor City Machine Guns. As Shade says, one of the best tag team names, if not the best tag team name in all professional wrestling.
1: Oh, yeah. Easily. Easily. Alex Shelley, Chris Saban, the Motor City Machine Guns. If you had a poll for every tag team name, the Motor City Machine Guns come in first place on my poll every time. A. Um, no, I, I,
0: I don't, I didn't know much and I don't know much about their initial run. Um, but the name is dope. I will, I will definitely give you that. And watching this match again, I knew only of the motor city machine guns as a name, but watching this match, I was like, yo, these guys are fantastic.
1: You should have seen them when they were younger.
0: Man. And I and I thought about that too. I was like, oh, and these guys are old enough to like be semi retired. Get out of here. Yep.
1: Yeah. Alex Shelley was always like an underrated wrestler for me while he was with like his first initial run in impact. Mm-hmm. Chris Saban was always fantastic. Chris Saban's always put on good matches with Christopher Daniels, Samoa Joe, AJ okay. Styles, okay, Petey Williams, like Frankie Kazarian. Like he put on, he was like ace he was part stable of that class. He was a staple in the X Division, yeah, easily. And then when they got together, they they were kind of like a goofy tag team, but that can also wrestle. Mm-hmm. And um, this was a shock to me because I thought that at least Chris Saban was doing Performance Center stuff with the WWE. That's he what kinda I had tweeted it out like like months ago. Yeah, and. Just because you tweeted out doesn't mean you're signed. So I was like, "All right, cool."
0: He could have been like just like a guest trainer kind of thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, but um, I, I was and- I thought
0: he was under some sort of commitment with WWE, so I was very surprised to see them.
1: Yeah, I mean, him nor WWE have stated that they had a working relationship. So, I mean. Pie in our face for assuming that they had a, uh, you know, yeah. a, a contract. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I mean, and we've seen Alex Shelley wrestle actually fairly recent for uh, NXT mm-hmm. taking on Kushida, uh, you no, know, tagging, tagging with Kushida to bring back the time splitters. Yeah, so um, them coming back against a. Listen, I, I don't really watch Impact, so I can't. Mm-hmm. You know, say anything, but the rascals. Yeah, the rascal. Come on, that yeah. that is a bad. That is an indie, like or that's a a WWF like nineties <clears throat> gimmick tag team, like oh, the Godwins with sure. the Bushwhackers or something like that. Yeah, like
0: yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't really like. I try and stay up to date with Impact as much as I can, but this the Rascals are definitely a team that flew under my radar. I was like, I don't know who these clowns are, but they they are clowns who got clowned because Motor City Machine Gun came back and got that W in their return. In other matches, we got... Chris Bay defeating Willie Mack to become the new X-Division champion. But the title changes didn't change there because Deanna Parrazzo defeated Jordan Grace to become the new knockouts champion in a very good match, mind you. Um, Yes. We had the debuts of Heath, just Heath, um, which is kind of disappointing in my opinion because he looks like he's just going to be another mid Carter. And I'm like, damn! You left WWE's mid card just to join Impact's mid
1: card? That's whack. He was not even mid card. He was like, jobber status.
0: Okay, fine. So you went from being a jobber to a mid I guess. Congrats. Um, the Good Brothers made their debut. Um, oh, hold
1: on, hold on. Let's not just speed past the Deanna Peraza Jordan Grace match. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I didn't know you wanted to take, spend any time there. Go ahead. Um, I just wanted a, a couple things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deanna was on Busted Open Radio. Okay. with uh bully ray and uh, i don't know don lagreca's brother's first name
0: i always forget it also
1: uh, the uh, the lesser known lagreca oh dang um mike lagreca uh, that doesn't sound right john just whatever up, um out. yes so she was on uh busted open radio and or bust open whatever you know, they're busted open show <clears <clears throat> throat> oh, you're right. dave dave lagreca dave lagreca dave and don there you go
0: okay. oh like the maloney um, brothers dave and don maloney okay uh, The the maloney brothers from the rangers dave maloney and don maloney
1: uh, okay okay whatever
0: well that's gonna be easy for me to remember because dave and don dave and don got it never mind proceed okay
1: so they're on uh, she's on busted open radio and uh they're asking her questions about like you know winning the the knockouts championship does that vindicate you know you from you know leaving wwe and she's like absolutely you know um they weren't sold on me i didn't like the the idea they're like uh they told me to show more character and it's like be yourself but be interesting and do this and do that. It's just like they want you to. They push and pull you in, in so many different directions that it's hard for you to actually stay relevant because you're constantly switching up your character. Um, it's just like I'm happy that you know uh, I have a chance, and and being the knockout champion um, vindicates me. Leaving like I took a I took a bet on myself, and I showed the world that you know. I am a good wrestler. I'm, I'm the girl that, that, that nine, still not that nine year old girl that wanted to be uh, a women's champion. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, good for you, Deanna. Really? My only issue is Jordan Grace just became Knockouts champion. Like, didn't she take it off with Taya you,
0: Valkyrie a few months ago?
1: Yeah. So she's only had like a two month reign, if that. Let me see. So. My thing is like this: this girl, you know, woman. You've been building up Jordan Grace for a while. Drops the belt. Her her first defense against. It's been six
0: know, months. She wanted and. Really? Yeah, she beat Taya Valkyrie in January, January eighteenth. So seven months, really, it's mm-hmm. seven months of the day.
1: Oh, ah, so then I was wrong.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's been the champ for a while. Just remember. COVID makes time feel weird. Sure does. She won it on the Uh, 18th and she dropped it on July 18th.
1: So then, yeah, you know what? That's actually a halfway decent championship reign for her.
0: Yeah. Six months, seven months. That's a good title reign for a, for a 24 year old up and comer. That's a pretty good title reign.
1: Yeah, you're right. COVID makes it feel like it was a short reign. hmm But my thing is, like, I have any promotion. Don't just put the belt on anyone. Yeah. Like, especially your your, your newcomers coming in from WWE. Mm-hmm. But to make Deonna feel important, she needs to win that knockout championship as soon as possible. Yeah.
0: And it's not like, and,
1: didn't.
0: and it's not like she's just anybody. Because like recently they signed Tasha Steele, they brought in Kimberly, you know, they brought in other women, and it's not like they just put the title on them because it was like, oh, you're new, you're shiny, here's a belt, you know. Yeah, Diana is
1: the biggest name out of all of them.
0: No, sure, one hundred percent. But Diana's also a phenomenal wrestler, like in ring worker. Like, Kimberly's been doing it for, like, 15 years, but Deanna's just, she's got something, you know? And it's so funny, because she was on um, Chris Van Vliet's podcast, and she was saying how the people in WWE didn't understand her gimmick. And it's like, what is there? how do you not get this? She's a virtuosa. Do you know what a virtuoso or virtuosa is? It's someone who is so far past excellent in their field that they're virtuous, it's like it's not. How do you not get this? She's Thank you a, for
1: explaining it for Maddie Bizzle out there, by the way. Because <laughs> like, I definitely knew what virtuoso is.
0: I, I mean, I had no doubt that you knew. Of course, shades. You're a scholar.
1: Um, These shades aren't just for blocking the sun. These are also for reading books.
0: <laughs> so, like, how do you? I, I don't get how you don't get her gimmick. Her gimmick is that she's. Phenomenally, it's like she's a phenomenally crafted wrestler, an in ring technician who's beyond reprieve. It doesn't make any sense. How do you not get this? And you know, impact they get it. This is who you are. This is the character you want to portray a flat out phenomenal, top level wrestler.
1: You keep Go using to that word phenomenal, and I'm getting a little uh peeved. I'm sorry. that word is is, is, is really... Listen, AJ ones.
0: Styles does not have a
1: monopoly on the word phenomenal. He really does, though. <laughs> I mean, he's been using <laughs> it for like 20 years. Like, when you think of the word dead man, like, I don't think of uh, somebody that's dead. I think of The Undertaker.
0: Okay, but when you say the word extreme, you like, the Hardy Boys haven't monopolized the word extreme.
1: No, I think of the Dudley Boys... Really? You don't think of Team Extreme? Hey, I think of uh, Extreme Championship Wrestling, and the first thing that oh. pops into my head is the Dudley Boys.
0: Okay, I mean, I don't know. I think 3D. I think Dudley Boys.
1: Yeah. You know, someone's like, thrift, "Oh, look, it's a 3D polygon,"
0: mentioned. and I'll be like, "Where's Bubba Randivon? What are you talking about?"
1: You just slap and get the tables, like.
0: <laughs> and that's, um... like,
1: now you're sitting at the principal's office for assault. <laughs>
0: But uh no, yeah, I I just I don't know. I'm I'm really happy for Diana also. I just I wanna see what they do with this title right now. Um who was it? What's her name won the oh um oh god the girl who left AEW, what's her name? Kylie Ray? Yes. She won the horrendous women's gauntlet match, so she's now the number one contender. So now we're gonna have Kylie Ray versus Deanna Parato in the upcoming feud. I'm interested in how that's gonna play out. Yeah. But back to what I was saying before. We had um the so the final the fatal five way that became a fatal four way match with the surprise entrant, and we didn't know who it was gonna to be to determine the impact world championship. And I have to I have to say, it was kind of it laid flat for me. Because with all the names that were rumored to be debuting with Impact, either jumping ship from WWE or whatever the case is, I was really waiting for something juicy. And what we got was a returning from injury Rich Swan, And I was like, oh, okay. And then someone else's music hit, and it was Eric Young. And it's like, he's the fifth man. So now it's back to a five-way match. And I was just like, oh, okay. Now, granted, I don't have the same attachment to Eric Young as Impact fans would. Because I I know Eric Young more for his time in Sanity than I do for his time in Impact. Because I wasn't watching TNA at the time. But it just felt, I don't know, it felt flat to me to have it be Rich Swan followed by Eric Young to be the surprise entrance in the heavyweight championship match. I'm sorry, in the Impact World Championship match.
1: Yeah. Um, out of all the people, I, I guess for a nostalgia reason, I, uh, Eric Young coming back would have been better for a live crowd mm. because he's he was one of their original like guys you know team canada and and with bobby Roode and scott demore who's now you know the booker uh -hmm. on-screen villain i guess would you want to call it for that too um and then his super eric thing and um then the whole daniel bryan-esque storyline that they gave him
0: Mm
1: -hmm. uh fans really you know fell for him is the best way that I can describe that. Mm-hmm. Um so it would have worked it would have benefited from a live crowd. Um I can see that. Josh Josh Matthews is the uh yeah. commentator. Yeah. He's horrible.
0: <laughs> I, I I agree. I don't think he's good. I don't think he's horrible, but I don't think he's that good
1: to be no, honest. He's, he's horrible. He's horrible. He's like If you take all the bad qualities of Shivani. Oh, my God. um, All the bad qualities of JR and Byron Saxton, and you just (laughs) mix it all together, you get Josh Matthews. He was so much better as a backstage personality in WWE where everybody would just pick on him.
0: The same way they did with Michael Cole back in the day and with Byron
1: Saxton back in the day. And the coach. Yeah. He is just... He's, he's, oh, like, cringy. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not great about And it about doesn't it help it, that I hate Don Callis me. also. Like, it doesn't help that I hate Don Callis also. So it's just like, I can listen to any Impact thing on mute and be fine with it. Like, I was, <laughs> when I went to that Impact show, when, like, my uncle took me to the Impact show uh, last year, I was cursing at both of them. <laughs> I, was, I was cursing at both of
0: them. <laughs> What's your issue with Don Callis. I just—he's a weasel, right, I guess. But it's okay. So, real—I guess—quick aside. Favorite or least favorite, and or like rank them. Play by play guys. You got Michael Cole. You got Matt Stryker. You Ooh. got Josh Matthews. And then we got oh god, I always forget his his first
1: name. The guy from SmackDown. Um. Michael Cole. Michael Cole's your favorite? No, Michael Cole's on SmackDown. Oh, I'm, who's the guy on Raw? Tom Phillips. Tom Phillips. I, okay, so
0: Michael Cole, Tom Phillips, Josh Matthews, Matt Striker, and well, Jr. does the play-by-play for AEW. And okay, so then there you go. Those are your five. What about
1: Morrow for NXT?
0: Okay, fine. Oh, we'll, throw in, we'll throw in Morrow. We'll so that's six. Rank them.
1: Josh Matthews is easily in last place. Ooh, okay. Um, Michael Cole. (laughs) Okay, Michael
0: Cole number five. Okay.
1: Obviously, I'm going from you know worst to first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: Jr. Ooh, controversy. Hot, hot
1: take. That's a hot take. It's a hot take. take.
0: JR at number four. Okay, so you got Tom Phillips, you got Matt Stryker, and Morrow and Morrow. Yeah.
1: Okay, I'm gonna go Stryker. Stryker number three. Okay, Stryker number three. <sighs> Two Morrow, one
0: Tom. Really, Tom Phillips is your is your favorite play by play guy?
1: Morrow would be number one. But some of the things he says, man, I just that's mm, fair. It's, it's that's fair. It's really, and, and the the remember um, Rashid from high school? We yes. had to like throw in like yes. You do know, I don't even have to say anymore. Yeah just throw in like pop culture references. Like Rashid had to be, like, oh, it's hotter than. Uh, uh, harriet tubman on a birmingham a bus i'm like what, what yeah
0: you he, he would it? bust out like weird historical or political man well you're crazy The rush limbaugh i'm like what what does that even mean rashid i don't Wait, first of all, i'm 16 rush years old <laughs> i don't know what's. i'm 15 years old i don't know what you're talking about guy <laughs> oh man okay I, that's that's an interesting ranking. I like if, that. Okay.
1: If Maro went with the Taylor Swift and the Katy Perry references, yeah, it's like... yeah, I hear you. The rock and wrestling connection is over, brother. Like, take it <laughs> easy. Okay, okay. Can't, hard
0: to argue. Hard to argue.
1: What about you? Can you can you I give think, me a ranking?
0: Um, man. I'm gonna. Oh man. Okay. I want to say Morrow's number one, but I do. Okay, so I will give Morrow number one. I'll give it to him because when Morrow is on, he's, he's really on. There's good. Nobody, there's
1: nobody better. There's nobody exactly. better.
0: So for that, I'll give Morrow number one. And Tom Phillips is a very, I like Tom Phillips because he's straight. You know, he's not hokey like Michael Cole. His orientation has
1: nothing to do with his mic skills.
0: Idiots, you know what I mean? Like he he doesn't he's not goofy he's not weird he doesn't like put in these over the top like comments he's or jo- te-
1: he's very textbook like yeah. he just buys numbers that's it you get nothing if, more nothing from him
0: if this was a legit sporting event that's how you would play it you it's a play by play you
1: know yeah
0: you so for that I'll give Tom Phillips number two. <sighs> It's hard for me to not say JR's – I can't – how do I put JR below number three, you know? But he's, he's definitely he's not what, what he used to be. Now.
1: If this is old JR, JR's number one for me, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because yeah. his his references were sublime. Oh, Austin is tougher than a $2 steak. I was yeah. like, what? Like, that's – this is going to get bowling shoe ugly? Yeah. <laughs> Now he
0: says that like
1: Jericho's a better you know play by play guy oh, than Jr. is. Jericho's the goat. He can do no wrong in my eyes.
0: Okay, so I'll go. I'm gonna tie. I'll say, I'm gonna say tied for third is Jr. and who do we have
1: left? Matt Striker, Matt Striker, Josh Matthews, and Michael Cole.
0: Oh. God, I hate Michael Cole. Oh God. Okay, I'm gonna tie Jr. and Matt Stryker at number three. Cole at number five, and then I'll, I'll agree with you, Josh Matthews at number six. Because at like I can't with the boss time. Like Michael Cole has these things that he has to do, and it's annoying. If oh my God, when Michael Cole did the the um, the initial UK tournament, he was so good. Like, why can't we get that Michael Cole all the time? No, we have yeah, to get this, like, plug-in stuff, which is so annoying.
1: When it was Cole and Taz on SmackDown and, like, the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. Not the Attitude Era. The, uh, well, the Attitude Ruthless Era and, the, uh, and Ruthless Aggression. Um, he was really good, you know?
0: Yeah, and then it but. just became Vince in his ear, and it's so annoying now. And then Josh Matthews is trash. My only issue with Stryker is he kind of gets too, like, like his oh my gods and then like his voice starts to, oh my god and i'm like oh shut up
1: it's like uh joey styles from ecw
0: yeah yeah exactly man yo we can have like a whole episode on play-by-play guys but maybe another
1: day yeah because we even we didn't even throw in kevin kelly
0: as i'm saying we didn't even mention kevin kelly we didn't mention joey styles you know we didn't mention a plethora of guys who have come in and out of doing commentator work throughout the, the business.
1: Eric Bischoff what? was a commentator also. Yeah, but he didn't uh, do play-by-play play,
0: though.
1: In WCW, early WCW, he did.
0: He did play-by-play or he did color?
1: He did play-by-play. It was just him and like a random person in the booth. I don't remember. Was like,
0: did was Vince, didn't Vince do the play-by-play when Vince, he was on the, in the, the table?
1: He did play also. Yes, he did.
0: Because, oh, I remember, oh, he was Vince was so bad where he didn't even know what to call. Uh, action too quick to call. Like, no. No, Vince. The action was yeah. not too quick to call. You just don't know what these moves are called. Vince was bad. <laughs> Vince was so bad. Anyway, let's... So, gosh. Talk about a tangent.
1: Right, rewrite so this shit right now. Okay,
0: so Eddie Edwards... Wins and becomes the brand new Impact World Champion. Um, afterwards, he is confronted and um attacked by Ace Austin and Madman Fulton, and he's saved by none other than the Good Brothers. So that's where they make their Impact debut. Um,
1: but Impact, uh, Doc, Doc Gallows like kind of slips, oh, yeah. Um, Walking down the air, the the ramp, and I'm just like, "Come on, Doc, What's wrong? <laughs> the big LG," um,
0: and then things pick up the next night or the next two days later on Impact TV, where the Motor City Machine Guns defeat the North in a very good tag team match to become the new tag team champions on Impact TV. Just impacts having themselves a whole kind of week.
1: Yeah. Um, the one thing that I, I I'm upset about is that Impact did not uh, signed uh, Rusev.
0: No, 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 no. He wasn't their plans, but he got COVID. Did he? Yeah, we talked about this. Didn't we mention it last week? He got it from C.J. Perry, who got it from her parents. Oh yeah. So he was in there. I think he was. It was supposed to be him and EY instead of Rich Swan and EY. Mm. That's my thought. I mean, I'm just. I have no idea. That's my guess. But yeah, Miro, aka FKA, formerly known as Rusev, he was he was in their plans. He, I believe, he is signed, and was in their plans for um for Impact.
1: I mean, he's he's in shape shape right now. Like oh yeah, he had, like if you're on Twitter or Instagram, like he is in shape shape right now. I was like, okay, yep. Um, oh oh oh,
0: and EC three EC three had a vignette that played after seven was over, and then made his in ring return slash debut on Impact TV, attacking Moose. If I'm not mistaken,
1: yeah the yeah. The TNA world champion. Correct. But I like EC3's new look
0: is like angry and I like it. So we'll see.
1: Um, the one thing that I like, I I, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm nitpicking. Okay. There was a photo of oh, all the new signees. Yeah. And Kurt Hawkins Mm -hmm. was there, and they're all just flipping the bird, giving the old one finger salute. Now, me, I'm like, uh, are they doing this at WWE? Like, they taking shots? Nah, you're thinking too much into it. Like, just a group of guys. Happy to be working again, right? Yeah. Screw the world. That's 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 it. Or F COVID. Who knows, Could right? Be. Who knows? But I just can't help but think. Hmm, maybe they're taking shots. I mean, look, let's be real.
0: And I know you may not like it, but think about where Brian Myers, FKA Kurt Hawkins, Brian Myers, EY, Miro, the Good Brothers. EC3, all the Heath, all these guys who just came over from WWE to Impact, think about how they were last treated in WWE. If that was you, if you just spent years, if not a decade plus, like some of these guys have, because Brian Myers has been there for over a decade. Um, Heath has been with them for over a decade. Um, you know, if you're these guys who have been there for years on end and you're treated like scum and then you go somewhere where seemingly you're more appreciated, aren't you going to want to give that old employer the bird?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: You know, so like I totally get the whole like, man, come on, don't dish out at WWE. Like it feels passe at this point, but at the same time, like this is them finally released from prison. You know what I mean? Not to I'm not okay putting it out there. Don't I'm not actually qualifying WWE as prison. I understand there's a significant difference. I'm just saying, metaphorically speaking, you know, these are guys who are finally out from the clutches of Vince McMahon. And I I understand if they get together in a picture and
1: someone's <laughs> like, hey, tell
0: Vince how you feel, they all give them the bird.
1: Because the bird is the word. <laughs>
0: hate you so much sometimes i really do oh my gosh um so yeah that i mean impact has made quite the impact this week
1: ladies and gentlemen you've been listening to us on sound <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> you can't help yourself i you can't. can't No, i can't
0: i cannot It is impossible. I feel like I would explode if I if I if I resisted the temptation. Yeah.
1: Um, Let's let's shall we move on, Sir Shades a lot. So there's not much going on in the world of WWE. Raw. WWE's flagship show. Mondays at with 8 a.m. 8 p.m. now. Mhm. Yeah. 8 p.m. draws their second lowest viewership. Oof. Oof. I mean, I think last week or 2 weeks ago they tied their lowest viewership.
0: Mm-hmm. No
1: one's watching it. It's it's just really really bad. And the wrestling isn't bad per se because you get good matches, but it's it's really it's it's really bad for Raw right now. Uh, usually, I have like nothing but bad things to say about Raw, but mm-hmm. the wrestling on Raw has been better than aside from A- any AJ Styles match or like you know, that's basically it. The wrestling is better on Raw right now. Oh yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, three weeks ago we had SmackDown karaoke. Yeah. I thought this like I thought the entertainment stuff was for Raw and SmackDown was going to get to the sports, the wrestling. Well, they like, the I thought they period. were going to get to that. Oh, we, whew, did they?
0: I mean, we got Sasha versus Kyrie Sane this week, and it was woo.
1: Wasn't it Becky versus Kyrie? You're, um, um Bailey, uh, Bailey. Sorry, you're, yeah,
0: yeah, that's what I meant. Bailey versus Kyrie. Saying that match mm-hmm. was fantastic.
1: And the way that they booked Kyrie saying on the main roster is kind of like Bleh. puzzling. You for kind of forget how like puzzling is the best way to describe it. Yes, um, the way that like she wrestles still, it's mm-hmm. like man. You kind of forget, like when you get called up to the main roster, it's like you forget, yeah. Your your entertainment, like your your Jersey Shore, is shining more than your uh, sports. Yeah, you know your your reality TV. You have to be more eccentric and more over the top. It's kind of like, ugh. And then when you get a match like Bailey versus Kyrie Ryssing, it's like, oh yeah, I forgot. They can like go. Yeah. I mean, Um,
0: we had the return of Mustafa Ali, which was always going to make me happy.
1: Yeah. And the team with Cedric and Ricochet? Oh, my God. We're not at Raw yet, though. I'm sorry. Okay,
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: Uh, Not only did they draw their second lowest viewership, but they tied their low in the Excuse me, 18 to 49 demographic. And if you know anything about the Wednesday Night Wars, it's all about that demo baby.
0: That's why Jericho's the demo god. <laughs> demo
1: god. I yes, love I love it. It's just he's just gold. Oh my god. So It's cool. like if the world is ending, save AJ Styles and <laughs> save Chris Jericho. Jericho.
0: Let them repopulate the wrestling world.
1: Yes. <laughs> Oh, man. Um. So yeah, their uh, their their ratings are going down. Their demos are are at an all time low, and now they just moved. Well, obviously moved SummerSlam from TD Gardens which is probably going to be in the performance center again because right. we're three weeks away from SummerSlam.
0: Is already are we that close?
1: SummerSlam on well, your birthday? No. Yeah, we're a month so away we're, from... So we're a Texas. month away. Yeah. So, uh, for the last, what, four months, we've had events in the Performance Center. We're going to have SummerSlam at the Performance Center also. Yeah. Uh, why not? Yeah. Um, something that came to my attention, I actually saw the video. I saw, uh, for a brief moment in time, I saw the video. Adam Cole Bebe,
0: mm-hmm.
1: former longest reigning NXT world champion, got into a verbal altercation with former Indianapolis Colts kicker Pat McAfee on his show. Thrill. Yes. McAfee says to Adam Cole Bebe, You're never going to be Shawn Michaels.
0: Well, what he said was, you're a long way away from being Shawn Michaels.
1: And Adam Cole, Bay proceeds to verbally abuse the man. Do you think this is a shoot? Do you think this is a work? So I
0: watched the entire interview, and in my opinion, this is 100% a work. And I'll tell you why. The entire time, Pat McAfee is, every so often, he'll throw in a little jab at Adam Cole. And the way that his peanut gallery, his four friends who are on the side, the way they reacted to Pat McAfee, to me, seemed super phony. Like he kind of mocked Adam Cole for calling himself the king of NXT. And so then, like, he would, like, mock him and his friends would laugh at it. And I'm like, uh, it feels kind of fake. And then the whole Shawn Michaels thing. And then what ends up tipping Adam Cole over the edge is when Pat McAfee questions his size. He says something about, you know, especially someone, you know, someone like you who's not so big, a smaller guy. And that's mm-hmm. when Adam Cole gets up, throws the microphone, you know, tells him, you know, F this, F you, F this show. I came on your stupid effing show. And then one of the guys in the peanut gallery comes over and Adam Cole gives him, like, a, if you're going to push someone in the chest, you're going to, like, start with your hands collapsed. So you're, like, chest to chest, and then you're going to shove, right? Adam Cole, like, was extended to the point where, like, he pretty much gave his chest a high five. He was like, huh ah, get out of my face. And I was just like, this is 100% a work.
1: It's like if you really wanted to sell me on Adam Cole I'm going to beat up Pat McAfee, you got to give one of the guys the the, the Panama Sunrise. <laughs> you got to hit another guy with the last shot, and then the other one gets a super kick. <laughs> and the other one gets a super kick, and then Mac and McAfee's just sitting there, and then, like for some reason, the 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 guy in the booth, or like whatever, mm-hmm. just you hear, just shock the yeah. system, and then the rest of you come on.
0: was another thing that Pagan McAfee mentioned. He so, and this is another thing that made me go, Okay, this is definitely a work. He was like, Oh, you surrounded yourself with people who are more talented than you. Now, yeah. that's something that you that's 100% a work thing to say because nobody shoot. Who knows NXT the way McAfee does is going to say that Kylo Riley Bobby Fish just those two because they came in together the three of them. So you're not going to say that those two are more talented than Adam Cole. That's just not a thing. I mean, They're better in ring workers maybe, but mm,
1: mm, I said maybe Kylo Kylo Riley is in my opinion probably the most talented of the three. Mm-hmm. Um. But the thing that <clears throat> Adam Cole, baby, has that they all don't, he oozes charisma. Oozes. Like. Like a, like, like a puss. Like, oh, gross. That's. All uh, right. He, he oozes machismo, not black machismo. That's Jay Lethal. That's right, baby. But,
0: but uh, yeah, this 100% was a work. And then like Pat McAfee at the end of the, he's like, well, what? Am I supposed to go fight this guy now? That come on. You think Pat McAfee's really gonna go and have a fist fight with Adam Cole?
1: Wouldn't be an interesting one.
0: <laughs> Former NFL punter versus current professional wrestler.
1: Wow. So yeah, um, I think I think it was a work. And the last Bit O News isn't uh from Raw or SmackDown, it's actually Raw Talk. Okay. Uh Basler was on Raw Talk. Shayna, Shayna Baszler. Shayna Basler <laughs> was on Raw Talk. And I, I I gotta give it to her for not breaking character. Okay. She's just ranting about you know Raw and whatnot, and she goes. And the catering sucked today, and uh, our truth is on with her, and he's just like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. The catering was pretty good. You you probably had the fish, but you didn't use no tartar sauce." And <laughs> I laughed, like I <laughs> laughed, and Shada <laughs> Baszler almost broke character. She like puts the mic down and looks down and kind of like. Like forces a smirk to not come out, mm-hmm. but she wanted to laugh. I'm just like, ooh, okay, Shayna Baszler, way to stay professional. Because you, yeah. if you're a heel, if you're you a, laugh a, at a that. supposed to be a, a badass heel that she's supposed to be, yeah, you can't laugh at that, right? If anything, you choke out Archer. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But for her not to laugh, man, that was – that took stones because <laughs> I would have broke. Yo, Arjun is ridiculous. Man, he's – His comedic timing. His comedic timing is unreal. It's impeccable. Fact. So uh, that's, that's about it for the, the WWE news. There's nothing really going on. Now,
0: uh. normally we don't really like to get into the, the minutiae of Raw or SmackDown or anything, but I really enjoyed this week's Raw. Mm. And like not from start to finish. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and lie. But like you said, the wrestling has been better on Raw. And I feel like they're starting to come into their own with the stories that they're telling, and they're starting to find focus in the stories that they're telling. Like we got let me see okay so first of all the idea of putting um ricochet mustafa ali and Patrick Alexander together oh man i didn't one of those things you don't know you want until you see it and once i saw these three together i was like oh why i want to see this all the time obviously it's gonna go nowhere because wwb doesn't know how to book tag teams or trios but oh so good um so I love, I like that, and adding Mustafa Ali and Shelton Benjamin to the mix, so that's not just Lashley and MVP versus, you know, Ricochet and Cedric Alexander for eighteen weeks. You know, by adding in Ricochet and Shelton Benjamin, it, it does something to to keep that, to make that feud something. And then you have Ruby Riot, who's now joined by um, Bianca Belair going up against the Iconics, but they're still talking about Liv Morgan and the way they're transitioning Bianca Belair from a heel on NXT to a face on raw, I think is done. are doing it well because she still has the same attitude. She's just doing it to defend Ruby riot and to smack down on Peyton Royce and, and um, Billy Kay. And then, of course you had the great match between Bailey and, and Kyrie Sane and then um the way they're they're they, they're doing the whole Randy Orton thing. I'm not really a fan, but the story that they're telling, Edge, Christian, big show, it's like Legend Killer Part
1: Two. And I don't know. Well, I'm just, part three.
0: Is it part three? I must have yeah, missed part two.
1: Yeah, his legend killer thing with uh, Randy uh, with with Jeff Hardy, and the... this is like uh, part two two point two or something like that. Okay, 2.5.
0: But the way I'm enjoying the way they're doing it again, and I'm not saying Raw is flawless because I don't like Seth Rollins beating Alistair Black. I don't. Like- I do if
1: it goes somewhere. I do if it has Black beating um, Seth at SummerSlam.
0: Okay. Um. I'm over also,
1: having, okay. having Alistair in a big name feud does well for his stock if booked correctly.
0: Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I'm over this whole um Andrade and Garza versus Street Profits, but then Andrade and Garza are also working with. Rick Flair and Randy Orton because they got involved in the big show match. Like that whole thing is muddy to me. But other than that, exactly, it's way too messy. But other than that, I'm I'm totally like I was impressed with Raw's direction this week.
1: Yeah, Um, Raw's doing a good job at building up different people right now because they don't really have like. they're they're top guys, obviously. Uh Drew. Mm-hmm. But but to keep Seth relevant and to have Alistair show some relevance is it's refreshing. Yeah. I'm. I was driving home from work today, mm-hmm. and I said, "Whatever happened to the Money in the Bank? Ch- uh, you know, briefcase." Mm. Otis is still the money in the Mr. Money in the Bank, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: How little does anyone care about that briefcase right now?
0: Well, because the, with Bray and Braun in the middle of their thing, you can't have any sort of spotlight on the briefcase because then that gets in the way of Braun and Bray. And so, that's one of the issues of having a face be the money in the bank champion, because you can't. Like, if you're a heel, you can tease it 24-7 no matter what the face is doing. But that's not a face thing to do, you know? Yeah. Like, today was the first time we saw Otis and Mandy on TV in, like, what, a month?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just, like, you kind of forget about the Money in the Bank briefcase because he's not shown on TV.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the the booking on SmackDown is very questionable
1: right now. Like, you know what they could have done at the end of Extreme Rules? Mm. You could have had Otis walking into the Firefly, like the the, the swamp or whatever, looking for Bray Wyatt or um, Braun Strowman, you know?
0: That would have been funny. But I don't think they wanted to go for funny. They're trying to go for dark and broody because now the Fiend is back. Or whatever Bray said today, you—I don't—he's back, or he's revived, or he's been summoned. I don't know some cryptic thing to imply the fiend is back.
1: So it was the lake of reincarnation that they were in. So that was right. Um, yeah. So, but if they if they wanted to do like something goofy, right? Because it, it is Otis after all. Yeah, they could have had him and Mandy walking in the um a forest area. Mm-hmm. And then before they cut off, you have Otis look back, a la Michael Jackson in the thriller video, <laughs> have his eyes turn cat and have the laugh at the end.
0: Oh, that's so dumb. That's so dumb. Funny. Like,
1: funny, dumb. But
0: oh, man, that'd be so dumb. I would laugh. It'd be great. Uh, should, we, should we go into the Wednesday Night Wars?
1: Um. Yeah, can def- definitely do that.
0: By all means, sir. Take it away.
1: Okay. So, AEW, NXT, heated war, still doing mediocre numbers. Well, this, this week.
0: Yeah, I guess. I mean, we're still under a million, but I think AEW did eight hundred plus, and NXT only did six hundred plus.
1: Yeah. So, NXT starts off with Cody and Arn in the ring. And obviously, we're going to get Cody's open challenge. Who is it going to be? He's been giving opportunities to literally everyone. Sunny Kiss had one last week, and they put on a good match. Uh, this week, long-time indie wrestler, Eddie... Kingston. Now, I don't really know too much about Eddie Kingston. Mm-hmm. I I know the guy is Puerto Rican. Yeah, uh, he used he used to manage uh, Santana and Ortiz when they were LAX. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jr. kept saying he had a mean streak. Mm-hmm. The the. The promo that he cut prior to the match was not bad. Yeah, he's like, he's like how uh, Cody had Cody. You talk about how you had to uh, fight. You don't know anything about fighting. uh, Alcoholics grind. grind? Oh, grind, grinding. Excuse me. Yes, thank you. Um, he's like, uh, uh, he had to grind all his life, you know, growing up around junkies and alcoholics and this and that and the what have yous. Just like, okay, he's gotten a good promo. This guy's like mid to late thirties. Mm-hmm. They were they were playing it uh, the whole oh, you know, he's uh, he had to sell his wrestling boots to um pay the mortgage on his house and blah 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 and he had to just bought these shoes and i'm just like all right like we get it the guy's like he's down on his luck this is his one shot his one opportunity to blow um stop it
0: stop it stop it
1: what are you talking about
0: Uh uh-huh uh-huh i heard it i heard where you were going
1: with that i wasn't going anywhere i'm just saying he had one shot
0: oh this is everything he ever wanted in one moment
1: in one moment My thing was like, is he going to capture it, or was he going to let it slip?
0: <laughs> oh, you suck! I hate you! Oh god!
1: Because, because his palms were sweaty. All right, no, all, right man, all right, all right, all right, all right. It's really, it was really sweaty, actually.
0: I think we all get it. I think we all get it.
1: Okay, all right. Just driving on the fact, you know. Don't want to drive home the fact. <clears throat> um, so he's just, you know, he's talking down on Cody and uh, he's talking a lot of crap to Arn Anderson. He's just like a yeah. has been a legend. And it's like if you say anything you say something and again, I'll slap your face or something like I'm just like, Yeah. Man, what, like, what's your what? beat with double right a over there?
0: <laughs> right? I do the same thing. I'm like, why are you so mad at Arn? What did he do?
1: Yeah, so he's just like He's running down on R and he's running down on Cody. And he's just like how uh, Tony Khan is giving him a shot, a no DQ match. All you got to do is accept Cody, accept, accept it, accept it. And I'm just like, okay, that's where uh, Ortiz got the whole, the best, the best. So, um... They have a decent match. And what's a, a Rhodes or a Runnels match without a little bloodshed?
0: Yeah. I mean, this wasn't um, a blade job or anything, but...
1: Uh, no, not necessarily, but, you know. Um, okay, so there was a spot. Um, Eddie Kingston was going to power drive or power bomb. Cody on the exposed concrete. Cody hit him with the backdrop, and Kingston landed on his like on his side, like kind of banged up his knee, and they were working that for the majority of the match. He goes under the ring uh, after beating down on Cody and grabs a bag. Now, any TNA, NWA, non-stop, total non action wrestling fan is going to know if there is a bag. Under the ring, in a abyss match, it's thumbtacks. Mm-hmm. So I instantly thought, we finish these thumbtacks right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, they're having their, you know, uh, Kingston pours the thumbtacks out. They're having their back and forth. Uh, Cody tries to pick him up in the vertebrae mm-hmm. but it's obvious he couldn't lift them. But Kingston like kind of flips over um, from the vertebraker hits him in the chest, like he ch- kind of chops him. Like the transition was kind of like wonky, but right. it got the job done. Like he refers to the vertebraker, hits him in the chest, um, puts him in the powerbomb position, and power bombs Cody. Absolutely flush on the pile of thumbtacks.
0: One would say that Eddie Kingston was. Tactful, in his approach.
1: You got one more.
0: Okay, okay, okay. You got one more, and and one
1: more. Before.
0: And then Cody's back was tactful from his approach. <laughs>
1: I'll tell you something now, man.
0: I'm I so, am so happy, happy with myself.
1: Hard, <laughs> I'm not going to have a hard time finding a bumper.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm so happy with myself for the rest of the show. You can say whatever you want. Oh. Uh,
1: <laughs> so, so, while he has all these thumbtacks in his back and his arm and his derriere, <laughs> he finds a surge of energy. Um. Long story short, Cody slaps in the figure four, and Kingston uh, uh taps out, and the, the sadness and the frustration in Kingston's face is pretty good. Like it, yeah. it, it they. Who lives, who dies, who tells your story? And that's what they did here.
0: (laughs) Busted out the Hamilton references?
1: Oh, you don't want to start that with me, boy. (laughs) Oh, man. How many times have you seen it so far? I've seen it twice. I've listened to the soundtrack at least twice a day, every day for the last week. Oh, so you guys got me beat. I've I've watched it two and a half times. Okay. And I have not listened to the soundtrack at all.
0: Oh, I listen to it all the time. Any chance I get, I
1: listen to it. So does Amanda. (laughs) She's all about that Hamilton soundtrack. Let's go. So, uh, yeah, I mean...
0: Wait, hold on. If I knew that Hamilton references were on the table for the whole show,
1: this would have been an entirely different show. This would have been an entirely different show. Sorry sorry to break it to you. Shucks. Uh, So... Other than that, I mean, they had a decent card uh, for a weekly show. Mm -hmm. You had uh, the Bucks in action against the Blade and the Butcher. Um, And then you had uh, Moxley Uh, do a promo. Uh, (laughs) He says um, questioningly. (laughs) About uh, his match with Brian Cage last week and how... Uh thank you know, thank your lucky stars that Taz threw in the towel for you because he would have broken his arm right out of the socket or broken it in two or blah blah blah. Whatever Mossley. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just it's doing his normal spiel. Yeah. I was like, okay. Um a interesting development with uh Darby Allen, Brian Cage, and uh, what's the new guy that they just signed? Oh, um, Starks, something Starks.
0: Ricky Starks. There Tony you go. Stark. Ricky Starks Ricky Starks. Tony, Tony Stark. Stark.
1: <laughs> Sometimes, man, I question myself. <laughs> you know, what's your name, man? Oh no! Don't do that. <laughs> So, you're going to get, like, next week's Dynamite is going to be, no pun intended. Actually, no pun very much intended. It's going to be Dynamite. Dynamite! We're getting Moxley and Darby Allin versus Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. We're getting um, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson taking on Kenny and hangman for the tag team championships. Fun. And I I very well I think that time's you know, up. I think time's up. Mhm. You got to rise up and like not Oh, bro, you're, you're playing with fire shades. I know. I know. <laughs> um so yeah, I think that like I think it's curtains for <laughs> for them that wasn't like that was uh, wasn't intentional that was purely accidental the <laughs> curtains thing but it works um, it does so uh, i think that the the dark order brings home the tag idols
0: well let's see you know i'm not going to do it i'm not going to do it i want to do it so bad I, 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 I waited i waited for it um, bro, I'm bro. I'm like, I'm like itching. I have so many that I'm just, I'm ready to explode. I'm just like, no, no, restrain yourself, restrain yourself, fool. Well, let, let's let's see what the dark order does next week.
1: You know. Yeah. History has his eyes on. Yes, you. that's what I was gonna. I don't No. Oh. But Amanda listens to this episode. She's going to go nuts.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, That's the setup I was looking for, but I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know what? It's so smart that you waited until now (laughs) because we would have never gotten through this episode if I knew that Hamilton references are on the table.
1: I mean, we are pretty embedded into this episode right now. I know.
0: I know. I know.
1: I mean, I could go nonstop. I'm
0: just saying. I could, you know, Just saying. Uh, okay. So <laughs> What you're gonna say no to this? I'm just saying, you know, I mean.
1: oh, oh my god, we're gonna do this. We're doing this right now. What? What comes let's, next? Let's continue. <laughs> um I'm helpless. <laughs> Is there anything else that you want to speak about, Eliza?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can't breathe! Oh no, let <laughs>
1: um, uh, Keith Lee, we gotta talk about Keith Lee. Must be nice. It must be nice to have Triple H on, on you your inside. side. <laughs> Yo, are we gonna? That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it.
0: Imagine, we imagine, to imagine we remix every Hamilton song to fit wrestling context.
1: We have. We can do it. It's oh going to take God. some time, but but we can do it. I'm very. Uh, Confident. Yep. That we okay. Can, uh, okay. All right. Let's
0: let's discuss this later. Let's see if maybe we want to do this. I mean, we're talking about like forty something songs.
1: Yeah. No, we're not doing all of them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if I could have like Otis,
0: um instead of um Aaron Burr singing "Dear Theodosia," "Dear Theodosia," would be like "Dear uh, Mandy Rose." <laughs> Mandy Rosa. <laughs> Dear Mandy Rosa. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Let's we got to push. We got to (laughs) push. Oh, my God. Um, So, yeah, Keith Lee has decided to relinquish his North American championship, um, saying that he wanted to be fair and have opportunities for others the same way he was given the opportunity to become North American champion in the first place.
1: Is it not obvious that Karrion Cross is going to be the new uh, North American champion? You think so? Easily.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: Unless they're pushing Lee to go to the main roster, and they're going to have him drop his belt on the first title defense, which is kind of dumb. That would be terrible.
0: Yeah. Um, quick side note, as we mentioned it earlier, uh, about ratings. so And I only want to bring this up because it's kind of interesting. According to Forbes.com, Dynamite drew an average viewership of 845,000, which is no, which came in number 5 in the top 150 original cable telecasts, which is pretty significant in my opinion, and is their highest viewership since March 18th before the pandemic shutdown. Okay. And then NXT uh, did 615 thousand so they got blown out the water and came in number 35 in the demo Oof. yeah <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> yeah but i think it's interesting that you know we're still in like we're knee deep i don't know maybe not knee deep but we're still heavy into this pandemic i mean here in new york city we're just crawling into phase four um But to see that AEW's viewership is back up to numbers that are matching what they were doing before the pandemic, I I just, I'm trying to understand what created the decrease and what has created the increase. I have, because I don't think there was anything particular about this week's episode of Dynamite that would have attracted more viewers than, let's say, last week. You know, I mean,
1: last week was Fighter Fest, right? Right, right. No, Fight for the Fallen. I'm sorry. Fight Fight for the the Fallen.
0: And this week was just a standard episode of Dynamite. So you would have thought that they'd have done better ratings last week. And last thing I can think of is now that traditional sports, quote-unquote, are back this week, maybe it's got other people back into the groove of watching sports, sports entertainment, so on and so forth, which would be an interesting idea considering they tend to compete with one another to see if they're actually helping each other just by existing.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Um I I think that Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and Dynamite are all gonna lose a lot of viewers, especially because baseball's back now. Mm-hmm. Hockey's coming back next week. Yeah, yeah. Uh they're they're talking about starting up the NBA again. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know what they're gonna do for football because football usually have uh the preseason.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I don't, what are you guys gonna do? You know, their numbers are gonna dip more. Raw, raw may hit an all time low, like next week.
0: Hmm. I don't know. We'll so, see. Uh, it's gonna be. I mean, I don't know. It's very interesting to see how the ebbs and flows of the ratings and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, oh, last thing I want to mention about SmackDown. Is apparently Kofi Kingston is out with this injury for about six weeks. I don't know if it's kayfabe or not, but it looks like we're gonna get a Biggie push. So,
1: yeah, Biggie's been saying he wants a singles run without breaking up the New Day. Well, this is how you do it. Xavier Woods is already hurt. Uh, yeah, you have him go into a program with AJ. Why not have him win like a a triple threat match? Have AJ and him go at it for Summerslam?
0: Okay. Well, we have Grand Metalik just won tonight, so it's going to be Grand Metalik versus AJ next week, which is a weird pairing, by the way.
1: Okay, I don't know it's going to be I, a good match, though. It's going to be a good match.
0: It'll be entertaining for sure. I don't know if it'll be. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see Grand Metalik's you know rope heavy style versus AJ's style. It's
1: like AJ's AJ like early X division style right now
0: yeah yeah so that i mean that's gonna happen next week and then i guess when aj wins clean i guess biggie can find his way into that you know division Mm -hmm. but yeah so are, are we are we are we good i think we're good now so that's gonna wrap up our weekly episode as always wait before as always In the world of professional wrestling, there are good seeds.
1: And, like, Thrill forgetting, (laughs) there's a lot of bad ones. (laughs) My bad.
0: But at the end of the day, they all contribute to the tree, to the garden, to the forest. That is professional wrestling. So, who wants to go first, me or you? Let's go you first this time. Okay. Um... You know, for the first time in a long time, I feel like I have a lot to choose from for my good seeds. Um, I, I'm i going to give it to Impact Wrestling as a company, as a whole, for everything they did this week between Slammiversary on Saturday and then their weekly episode of Impact this week to follow it. I thought it was very well done. You know, not perfect. Again, the, gauntlet, the women's gauntlet match was horrible the tag team match um, with Shamrock and Sammy Callahan was horrendous. Um, And I wasn't crazy about how they brought in some of the new guys like Heath, but it looks like the good brothers are going to be doing something of relevance in motor city machine guns, winning the championships. Um, EC3 is going to be do something, you know, once Miro's healthy, he'll be there. So I'm, I'm in uh, Deanna Parrazzo winning the knockouts championship and seeing where that's going to go because she's the champion. And then you got Kylie Ray behind her as the number one contender. Jordan Grace just got beat. So she's still in the race. Taya Valkyrie's still there. Knockouts division is just on a whole nother level, a whole nother level right now. So I'm, I'm really digging with impact did this week. So they get my, uh, they get my, my, my good seed.
1: Okay. Uh, my good seed goes to us oh and our Hamilton references today yeah. uh no honestly my good seed goes I wasn't to... gonna throw away my shot no I, I I thought we were done never never
0: I'm not satisfied uh, I can never be satisfied uh,
1: my 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 good seed <laughs> goes to Cody and Eddie Kingston okay Good match, that's it. I, I I didn't. I had nothing this week. You know what? I'm going Kyrie seeing Bailey. Okay. Okay. Cool. Get my bay on this.
0: All right. Cool. Um, and my bad seed. Um. Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna give it to SmackDown. As just as a general, like Matt Riddle versus King Corbin, why? Who cares? Um, I, I, the only thing that was worth note oh, the bar fight was dumb. Oh, God, the bar fight was dumb. Um, so you
1: agree that the bar fight was dumb?
0: Oh, my God. It was, oh. Ugh. Just, ugh. I don't even have any other words for it. Just, ugh. So yeah, that's SmackDown's gonna get my bad seat. Despite the fact that I did enjoy um, the opening segment of the show, where we had Bailey and Sasha putting um, Bliss and Cross against each other, and then them having a match, that was cool and all. But other than the first half an hour of the show, the rest of the show was just bleh. okay. Your bad seat.
1: Oof. My bad seat goes to the Adam Cole Pat McAfee thing. Okay, it's not. It's not needed.
0: Yeah, and Dumb. like, who was it supposed to serve? Because, I mean, I'm sure WWE, who's still trying to be PG and whatnot isn't does it they don't want their fans listening to Adam Cole's, you know, dropping f bombs. So is this just supposed to serve the the smart marks?
1: The smarty marks. Exactly.
0: And the funky bunch. Who knows? I don't know. But I I agree. That's that's a good that's a good bad seed. It's <laughs> a good bad seed. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Let's 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 get out of here. As, always, hang my head. <laughs> as always, you've been listening to us on soundcloud.com slash so grapples apples. That's grapples on number two. Apples, if you don't like SoundCloud, you got Google Play Music, you got Apple Podcasts, you got iHeartRadio, doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you're listening. Don't forget to check out our social media pages. That's Facebook.com and Twitter.com. Again, that's grapples. The number two apples. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Do whatever you got to do to put us as many eyes and ears as humanly possible. As always, I've been one of your hosts. Ill Will the Thrill. The Pulmitarian. Shakespearean Candidate. Major English. Whatever you need me to be, that's what I be, Because maybe that's who I is. Join by my right-hand man. I got to get my right-hand man yeah. back. got to get my right-hand man back. I can't wait for COVID to be over so I can get my right-hand man back.
1: Man of the hour, man with the power, too damn sweet to be sour. Cream of the crop, rise at the top, exiting stage left, your boy, the <laughs> general shades.
0: Don't forget to check out this week, last week, and every other week because an apple a day gives a bad wrestling away. Peace. love.